so it's summer. Yeah, and I was going to say, oh no, Nathan's not here to start us. I know, he's usually the one who always starts all their subjects. What are we supposed to do without him? Oh we god, just... we have to actually be social, what's going on? We could just never start. Uh, we'd we just, just be just sitting sit there like... in silence. It's like, any time now. Until, until next week when he shows up and then it's, hey! <laughs> we'd be in this call for a week straight, we just wouldn't be able to say anything. Right, well, we could talk to other people, like, in our houses, <laughs> but just not each other. Or about games, I guess, because then it might be considered the podcast. <laughs> Anytime we talk about games ever, it's just like, we should just save that for the podcast. Yeah. Why are we having this conversation right now? That does happen every now and then. That's usually when we're, like, before about to record, though. That's true. We're just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. So sunburn. <laughs> yeah, sunburns. <laughs> intro topic this week. Yeah. I got one. I am too white to actually get one. Wouldn't that make it easier to get one? Because that's like that's why I get sunburned. I'm so I'm white, really white that the sun just reflects off my body, and I can't physically get burned. No, honestly, I, I get sunburns pretty easily. So yeah, so you just try to like avoid any sun because you know what's going to happen. Pretty much, and considering my work, it puts me in like the middle of an office building, nowhere near a window. It's kind of easy to do. Right. And my weekends We're... are just usually packed, so I can't do anything otherwise. Right. I try to go biking quite a bit, so I, I get in the sun quite a bit. So I'll get, like, a mean farmer's tan every year, because it's just, a, like, a slow enough uh, exposure that I can get my arms tanned, or at least the tops of them, I guess. See, uh, I want to get my bike out, but it's, like, buried under, like, a ton of boxes and three other bikes, so. That sucks. Well, running out of time, summer, I guess summer just started. But... Well, no, this is Calgary. It's, like, a week-long summer, and then it's gone, so. That's true. It's supposed to be super hot this week. Ugh. But, like, and, the the weather itself is pretty ADD here, so I'm not quite sure how it's going to stay. Because we had that thunderstorm yeah. today. Right, and, like, yesterday a bunch of people up north got, like, hail. Yeah, it was just rain where I live, but farther up, hail, super, super yeah, heavy Yesterday hail. I didn't get any ha- uh, rain or anything. Really? Just clouds. Jeez. Down south, no. Uh, but today we got a whole bunch of rain, and then it was just sunshine again. But, yeah, no, my whole back's all sunburned now because I went outside for a while yesterday. Uh, so that sucks. <laughs> Would you go shirtless or? Yeah, I was just outside. Uh, flexing the book. Yeah, just flexing. Gun no, show. I was just a book and enjo- just a, well, I had my Kindle, just enjoying some sun. Uh, for far too long it seemed. <laughs> but yeah, sunburns hurt. Uh, I don't know if I could actually would have the nerve to do anything like that. Just kind of chill out in the backyard with the sun beaming down on me. I feel like if I was out there for like, well, like three minutes, I would just immediately turn red. Oh, just in terms of like scared of the sun. I- I thought you were mean like nerve and like I can't let people see that. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't okay. really care about that. Right. Yeah. I can't yeah, let people no, see I... me outside. What the hell? Right. Yeah. No. Well, I thought I was maintaining it because I was kind of like flipping back and forth, trying to make sure the sun wasn't on one spot for too long. But clearly, I can't count properly or something because, like, my torso is fine, but my back is just awful at the moment. So that hurts. Ugh. Moving hurts. Sleeping hurts. Isn't Taking it? a shower really hurts. It's just the worst, isn't it? Yeah. Are, are you putting like that topical cream or whatever it's called on? I have some after sun cream that I've been putting it on. It's not too bad anymore. Uh, so I'm assuming by tomorrow it should be just like just a visible burn, not like a feeling it kind of burn. I think I still have like a giant ass bottle of aloe vera from last year when I get getting sunburns. Yeah, I gotta I gotta try and find some more of that. I'm running out, but. So, the sun is part of the name of Super Mario Sunshine. Top-down perspective. 
There you go. Bam. I like that game. Bam. I was going to go with, like, Boktai, but I'm like, that's too obscure. What's Boktai? That's the Game Boy Advance games that Hideo Kojima came up with, the ones that have the solar reader in them. I have no idea what this is. Explain. Okay, these are Game Boy Advance games where basically... You play outside, and the sunlight charges up your character, so the more sunlight you're playing in, the more powerful your character is. In the game sunlight, or actual sunlight in Act- real life? Actual sunlight. The cartridge has a built-in like solar panel or something on oh, it to read the sun. That's crazy. There's like three games in the series. But the problem with that is because the DS has no backlight, you wouldn't be able to see your game. The, the original Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I remember being outside... It, with my Game Boy Advance and just like I need to find a tree, need shade, or I gotta hunch over this Game Boy so I can actually see the screen. I think it came out around the time the SP did. I might be wrong on that though. That's 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 a really that is a super bizarre. And that was in North America or uh, we Japan? the first two came out over here. Third one was Japan only, and then we got a DS sequel that didn't use the uh, the actual Sun Reader, and that was Lunar Nights or something like that. Oh, I actually I remember Lunar Nights. I didn't play it, but I remember that game. Yeah, that's I. That's just crazy that we got two of those. I know. Well, that was back when Konami was like, "Let's throw all these crazy stuff out there. Let's see what sticks." Yeah, that's cool. They should they should do more of that. That's super weird. I never heard about that. Golden Sun. There's another Sun game. Oh, I could should have said that actually. That would make more sense. uh... I was gonna say there's a Sun. The Sun's the enemy in Mario Three. Go for that. Is it? Yeah, there's one stage. A couple stages where the Sun tries to attack you. Oh, okay. I don't. It just starts moving around and like physically that. diving at you. Wonderful. Does it have a face? Yep. Yeah, it's an angry yeah. face too. I would assume so. Angry face. I'm trying to think of any other sun-related games or relations to games. I I got nothing. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I did like Super Mario Sunshine though. I'm one of the few people that enjoyed that game. I liked it except for the blue coin hunting because that was just super tedious. Because like a lot of those coins were like, ridiculously obscure. See, I didn't really care enough. I just was like, I just want to beat the level. See, I got I got all in one twenty shines. That's why I'm pissed off. I lost my stupid GameCube memory card. Right. I think my least favorite thing about Super Mario Sunshine is that in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, it's one of his attacks, the stupid water gun. Yeah, I hate Flood. And I just hated that. Just, like, I don't know if I just couldn't figure out how to use it. That's probably what it was. I couldn't figure out how to use it properly, but I just also never wanted to use it because it was like, where's my cape? Or... Whatever he had in... Pretty much what you would use Flood for almost always ended up being, like, the cape was a better option. Almost okay. always. Because it was, like, B to the side, right? That was the... That, that's that's flood cape. Uh, flood was down B. Okay. What was down B in melee? Uh, the tornado. Yeah, that's so much better. Well, you still had the tornado. It was just, like, now it was down in A, and it didn't make you float up in midair like it did in melee. Weird. But yeah, no, I remember not liking that at all and just thinking, this is an awful attack. I'm, I'm not going to use Mario anymore. I think the main idea was that like, if anyone's used like, their side B dash move, like Ike or Fox or Falco, you would use the Flood to push them up so they would actually be right above you and you just uh, uppercut them off the stage. Yeah, like I said, I, d- I just never figured out how to use it properly and just, I don't know. I've only had it used on me once that it actually worked, so yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I don't think I had any friends. Then again, I don't have a ton of friends who play as Mario, so. All right, I'm your host this week, John. I am joined by Sean. I'm here. 
Nathan is not here this week, as we mentioned at the very beginning. So Very start of it, yeah. He's out with a friend, and I wanted to get recording. It's probably a good thing that he's not here, because it would literally be him just talking about how his 3D or his uh, 360 red-ringed. Okay, yeah, so he wanted us to mention his 360, yeah, as John said, red-ringed, so he had to stop playing Skyrim. That's the only way that the world was able to make him to stop. Yeah, which... Okay, over under on once he either gets a new one or gets it fixed, goes right back to Skyrim, or does he just move on? I think it's been too long. I th- you, you think it's past? I you think, think once he gets it back, he's past? I think once he gets back, he'll be past. Okay. I don't know. T- to be fair, neither of us know kind of what he played in this last half a week, right? Yeah, that's so true, we, too. Because like, I'm just thinking, if he didn't touch any of Dawnguard, then he might go back. But I could also see it being past, because he started other games. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Like, he's probably playing, like, his PS3 stuff, or PS2 or something. Right. So, and Nathan wanted us to mention that he's playing uh, Penny Arcade on the Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness, Episode 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says it's pretty good, so I guess we'll talk to him about that some more. Right. I don't, however, I don't know if he's playing it on the PlayStation Network or on Steam. I'm thinking about, like, trying that that whole series. I've heard they're pretty good. I'm pretty sure he never played the second one. I also didn't play the second one. I was looking forward to the third one, and then I was just like, but I should really play that second one. And I just never got around to it. So one day I'll, I'll grab the second one, and I'll grab the third one and try it out. Interesting thing about the third one, though, is on the Xbox, they didn't want to go through like Microsoft certification, mm-hmm. so they just put it out as an indie game on the Xbox Live. Jeez. Like that, you know that? that? Yeah, I heard about that. And that's kind of crazy considering how little advertising space Indie gets. Right. Keep in mind, though, this is Penny Arcade. I Yeah. I so they just need to say something, and the internet knows about it. <laughs> so I don't think it... To be fair, like, if they put it on Xbox Live, they would have hit more people for sure. But I think they were more just in the mindset of, we don't want to deal with your bullshit. We're just going to... We want to put out our game as close to our terms as we can. Yeah, because it would take months for them to get on the on the list for releases. Well, they have been making it for a while, so I'm sure they could have gotten onto it. But yeah, you know what? It's also summer, so maybe they it would have taken them a lot longer. Maybe it would have been like, well, you guys can put it out on PlayStation Network and Steam now, but you know, Xbox, you know, we're filled up. It's summertime, so you can wait till you know September for the next open slot. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to wait around for that, if, especially if I was Game Tycho. So right, and like. So I just, like I just said, I was just watching uh, Indie Game, the movie again, and they there's a line in there where they're mentioning, you know, we need to get in, uh, Super Meat Boy needs to get into Game Feast, otherwise the next open slot is in February, which is four months later. It's absolutely so they, insane. So they plan those things pretty far ahead. So, pretty smart idea. I wonder, I wonder if more people are going to try that, or if they're just going to be like, that would ruin us, no one would buy the game. I think that would only work for, like, people who have a lot of publicity. Like, in Penny Arcade's case, it works great. And uh, the studio that even did it, they've had a multiple success on the indie market because they did Breath of Death 7, which apparently was a big RPG for a while, and Cthulhu Saves the World. Right, yeah. And those are both on uh, the... Uh, indie, yeah. Apple Store as well now. Are they? For, yeah, for iOS. You can get them both. Nice. And uh, uh, Episode 3 of uh, Penny Arcade is going to be on uh, iOS at some point as well. I'm just trying to think like any other developers that could possibly do that. Do you think Double Fine could put their next one out as an indie game and get success through it? No. See, I think they could, considering how much success they got through Kickstarter. Clearly, people are watching them. I, you know what? No, that just got so much publicity because of like how crazy a concept it was. 
So I I don't think I don't think lightning would strike twice in that case. No. Okay. Yeah, maybe just maybe just penny arcade. I don't. Know. Well, I'm sure like if like epic put. Um, not that this would. Ever I happen. I think it, I think it works better for a company that has a good online following and an online presence that they can advertise it their own way. That's true. So I think that that's why it works so well for penny arcade. All right. Yeah, I can't really think of any other huge game. Like, they're just a weird case because they have their, you know, their fingers in so many different pies. Yeah. So what what I'm wondering now is I wonder if at PAX Prime they're going to give away like free codes for Rain Slick Festival Episode Three. Because I mean, why would they do that? I don't know. Well, they gave away Magicka epi- cards at PAX East, so I wouldn't surprise me if they tried to like. Maybe episode one. That would make sense if they gave away episode one or episode two. And like, hey, third one just came out. I could see them easily giving away some like Steam codes for one and two. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be interesting. However, I would want the Xbox One because I think some of your character stats can transfer over between the two. Obviously, two and three won't connect in any way, but just yeah, and you know, achievements, and I, that's how I played the first one. So, but anyway, we'll talk to Nathan more about that next week. Alright. Um, Meanwhile, Sean, what have you been playing? It's uh, July 7th, for those wondering. Is it? It is. Uh, okay, so what have I been playing? I've been playing American McGee's Alice. The original? The original. So I picked up uh, Madness Returns. Alice Madness Returns a few for, weeks ago. For PS3 and it comes or 360? That. Three, 360. Okay, because uh, I thought it was PS3 only, that thing, for some reason. Nope, it's on both. It's on both. Okay. Um. Uh, all right. So I wanted to play the first one just to be like, well, I I heard there was a ton of buzz around Alice, the original. Maybe I should check out what this is like before playing, because maybe there's some story hooks and stuff. Man, that first game sucks. I yeah, hate it. Yeah, it's like a like a super early Unreal Engine game or yeah, Quake Three or something like that. Quake Two. And keep in mind for anyone who has like some nostalgia for that, I'm going into this with like the mindset of current game standards, and that's an old game. Most old games can't hold up a ton these days, especially you know kind of more polygonal style. Like it is, they did up-res it a bit, but the character models look terrible. Her hair just never moves; it's just well, attached I mean, to the head. Not even graphically, that game looked really bad. I guess when I watched it being played on PS3, it just seems like. The control, because on the it was a PC game originally, so you had mouse and keyboard control, which looked right. a little bit better because it's a third-person shooter basically. And just yeah. trying to do that with the three, the controller just seems a little bit more janky. So I don't know, something it seemed off from what I watched. Right. Um. Yeah, it's really weird because I guess with the mouse you would be able to like it's only a third-person shooter if you're using uh one of the weapons or only one that I had gotten so far. But you get like playing cards that you can throw. Gambit style, I guess. Um, and with the mouse, you could kind of just look around and point and shoot. This one was kind of like there's a reticle in the middle of your screen the whole time, and it's going to awkwardly just kind of move around where you want to shoot it. And normally, if you get like close enough to an enemy, the games would kind of know, okay, you're shooting towards that, but no, you kind of got to be like right on an enemy before it'll even like lock on. Just really weird. Um, it's also, in terms of like gameplay when you're out of combat, it's primarily a platformer. There's some puzzle elements to it. I guess I'll say for those who know the game, I'm I, w- I made it to stage three before I just said screw this. Which you what happens is you shrink yourself, and then you're kind of like everything's big, so you're fighting bugs and stuff, and you're standing on leaves. But Alice is just super slippery on everything, 
So the fact that it's a platformer makes it really annoying when trying to jump from like floating tile to floating tile. You also get knocked back pretty far, so there'll be parts where you'll be, you know, trying to float on a leaf down a river, but you're not attached to anything. And absolutely no surface in the game has any kind of like invisible walls to keep you on a stage. So you're just falling off platforms left, right, and center here. So it's basically a super dated game. It's extremely dated. But, so, okay, as a transition, I also did play um, Alice Madness Returns. One thing that American McGee's Alice has that Madness Returns doesn't is an ability to catch onto a ledge and kind of lift yourself up, which is really weird because Madness Returns is also uh, quite a platformer as well. Um, But they do fix that, so I'll just... Wrapping up American Mickey's Alice, I don't like that game at all. So I stopped it and just... And what really kind of nailed the coffin, hit the final nail in the coffin, uh, the checkpoint system is just terrible. Well, because it's a PC game. I'm pretty sure it had quick saves. Did it? I think so. Was I just supposed to be saving more? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, It's... I... Checking the options if there's a quick save option. It's a PC game, so I would assume it had... It had that feature. Because I just remember that third stage, you have to like climb up this wall, and the enemies are throwing boulders at you. And if the boulder touches you once, it's just instantly dead. So I finally made it up the wall, and then through this stupid river section, died during the river section, back at the bottom of the wall. Ooh. And I was just like, that's it, you're done. I tried three, four times, you lost me. So let's move on to Madness Returns, a game I like so much more. Okay. Uh, much better... It clearly made for consoles, so you got that whole thing. It's obviously a much newer game, so of course it's probably going to feel a lot better on a you know current gen systems and whatnot. Um, the look of it really cool. There's some really cool imagery. It's basically everything steampunk, whereas Mer- American McGee's Alice was kind of just like we're just putting a weird kind of twist on everything. Everything's just kind of dark. This one's like everything is dark and everything is broken and you know just kind of steampunk looking it looks really cool um the platforming in uh, manners returns much better because you can almost glide around the stage because you have a jump followed by a double jump and if you hold a you'll start gliding but while you're gliding you can press a again to do like a third jump and continue gliding and you can kind of do this like staircase effect while you're going down so landing on places is much easier uh, the fact that I have a shadow underneath my character makes it a lot easier to land on things. Uh, American McGee's did not have a shadow, so that was just annoying. Probably did, but it was like super tiny or something like that. I don't think I ever saw one. Like even just standing, just trying to look, didn't see one. I don't think. I know, I seen it from what I watched of Madness Returns. It seemed like it was like a, a decent Zelda type game, like a Zelda game with with Mario type platforming. If that makes sense, yeah, that's I'll makes say sense. that. I'll, uh, maybe I wouldn't put it as far as Mario type platforming because those are pretty tight platformers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely Zelda games where you're kind of just going through these dungeons and whatnot. Not so much getting items that help you. Like, I got a hook shot, so now I have I can do this different kind of movement. It's more like, well, now you have this new weapon for the combat. It's pretty combat heavy, and the combat's fairly good. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, like, there's a great dodge mechanic and a parrying mechanic and whatnot. Like, I just ended up getting this umbrella that help. I can counter enemies and knock projectiles back. Um, combat's pretty fluid. Kind of hard to get a hang of. Uh, that dodge system I haven't quite got down yet. 
because it seems to work like if I'm locked onto an enemy and dodging, instead of dodging in the way that my analog stick is moving, it'll she'll dodge like clockwise or counterclockwise around the enemy sometimes. So I have to figure out that more. But the enemies are quite different in how they fight and stuff and how you need to fight them. And you do get a gun again, so some enemies you need to like shoot out an eye before attacking. Um, but yeah, I guess I just I wouldn't really say that the Mar Mario platforming for the most part. I'm trying to think what kind of platforming I would attach it to. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure if it, you wouldn't go Mario, you go some, but it it is a a decent platformer with like Zelda esque, Devil May Cry esque combat. So right, yeah, like the the combat is straight up just yeah, Devil May Cry. Uh, not so much forming combos, but just you know, I guess Zelda's fine. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. The atmosphere is pretty cool. Uh, I'm definitely going to play more of that. Uh, and apart from that, I just continue trucking through Pokemon Conquest. Because that game's great. I love it. I still need to start that. You're just evolving my Pokemon. It's just great. I'm evolving my trainers. It's so good. I, re so I really wish I could understand why the, the crossovers and like the spin-offs of Pokemon interest me more than the main games now. I think it's just they're different. Right, mm. it's just a different thing that they threw those characters in, and I, like it doesn't even almost like it's kind of weird because on one hand I want to say it doesn't matter that they're Pokemon because it's just enemy you're just characters attacking, but on the other hand they just put so much of the stuff from Pokemon in it like yeah they're going to evolve sure they're going to have different kinds of attacks and like that so it it kind of makes it its own kind of thing it's not just a straight Final Fantasy Tactics clone. So I'm really interested in in finishing that. Um, that's good. You should play it. It's really good. I should, really but good. I got something else I got to start working on here now. All right. Well, let's uh let's jump to you because that's all I've been playing. Okay. Uh, I I caved and I bought a PlayStation Vita. Right. Yes, we talked about that. So we both have PlayStation Vitas now. Yep. That's surprising that it both, like, so close to one another. I know. I, the difference is, though, I actually have a bunch of games for mine, and you don't have any. Right. However, yeah. You're I think, I'm starting to think, you. to be fair, we don't know if your deal's better than mine yet, because we have to see what kind of sales I get a hold of. Yeah, that's but true. Let's well, let's hear what deal you got, because they know what I got. Okay, so my deal was, I, I can't even remember why, but I ended up on Kijiji for some reason. I think Nathan mentioned uh, something, or I got linked to something. So I popped, yeah, actually, I think Nathan put a link on Twitter for some random thing. I did that, ended up bouncing around looking at articles. And someone was offering a Vita with a 32 gig memory card. That's uh, the biggest one you can get. That's, yeah, that is $100 by itself. Yeah, that's which is stupid. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss and Mortal Kombat. Uh, along with which I believe both retail for fifty each. Uh, fifty for Uncharted, forty for Mortal Kombat. Okay, forty. Uh, so that was the other thing I was thinking. Uh, it also came with a carry case for the system, uh, a game case, and obviously the charger in that. All of this was two seventy five, which is twenty five dollars more than buying the Vita by itself, or right. like with taxes, probably about the same. That's pretty good. So basically, close to two hundred bucks off. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh. I then, that's actually that's a really good deal with the uh, with the memory card alone. Yeah, exactly. That's probably why I caved and did it. It was like I'm not gonna find anyone with like offering that much off of it ever. 
Right, and this is what I used, Vita. How how was the condition of it? Uh, pretty good. I have not had a chance to wipe it yet, like wipe the memory and everything, so it still has his content on it. And he barely used it. He had, he loaded three games in total on it, two of the ones he sold me, and he probably got 20 minutes into each one. Did he have any like downloaded games on there? Not that I could see. No, okay. What was his reason for getting rid of it? He just needed the cash or just something? wasn't playing it anymore. Okay. So it works wow, for me. Wow, that's a quick turnaround time. Yeah, well, I mean, the consistency's been out for, what, four months, five months at this point? I think it came out February. Was it February? Yeah, February. Yeah, so I, I actually had to look it up because someone said, like, the system had only been out for five months, and for some reason I thought it had been out for a year. No, yeah, definitely not that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I once I start tinkering around with it, like, I got it yesterday. I went out as soon as I got home. And as soon as I got home today from work, I... We did this, so I've not actually had a chance to sit down and start tweaking stuff. But I've already picked up like a bunch of games for it. What else have you grabbed? Uh, let's see here. I gotta, I got it all on my desk here. Okay. All right. So Uncharted, Mortal Kombat, I'm Gravity Rush is in there. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I picked up Gravity Rush, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus, and Touch My Katamari. Okay, I haven't heard much about that, but I, I'm kind of itching for some Katamari. Well, I'm just, I'm hoping it's okay. Reviews were on Metacritic, put it just slightly in the yellow, but, I mean, I think it's because it's a Katamari game, and it's not that different. And I have right. not played Katamari in a while, so I'm down yeah. for, I'm down for the same. Exactly. Uh, Lumines? Yes, I did get that. Okay. That I was 30 bucks, right? I think I got it for 40. Oh, well, because I've seen it for 30. Katamari I got for 25. Okay. Because it, it was used. It's 30 otherwise. Uh, everything else I think I paid for. Was this for. just from EB Games? Some EB, and I went to uh, Walmart at one point. I picked up Rayman Origins. Oh, <laughs> even though you haven't finished the first one? Well, the other one? it's the same one, but it's just single player and portable. I'm like, I could, I would probably play it more portable than I will get a chance with it being on a system. Okay. And I hear that thing looks great on this on the Vita. Yeah, I mean, the, the shots already look good, and the, I've seen some review footage, and it looked nice. So. Right, right. Uh, well, uh, make sure you get a bunch of trophies in Welcome Park, which is like a tutorial-based system they have in there. But there's tutorial. Yeah. There's trophies for tutorials. In for the system, like teaching you, hey, why don't you try the camera functionality, and then it gives you a little mini game that you can get trophies in. So that seems a little silly. Well, whatever. I got all the trophies except for the camera one because the camera one actually takes a little bit of skill. What's the camera one? So you have to take a photo, and then it breaks it up into, like, seven pieces, and then it becomes one of those slide block puzzles to put the picture uh, back together. slide puzzles. Uh. But then it times you, so you have to do it under the time. And I was like, oh, crap. And there's three, and it's like, do a seven-block puzzle, do a ten-block puzzle, do, like, a 14-block puzzle. And I failed the seven one, and I was like, I just don't want to do this again. But I got all, all right, the yeah, I can see, I can see myself not getting that. But if I get those three, then I get a, a, a gold trophy for having them all. <laughs> so I might have to. I also don't have any games for it at the moment, so. Yeah. Well, if you need to borrow any, I have like a, a ton, so. I might actually do that, and I'll just go pay full price your memory card. That might this might happen. All right. Well, we're, we'll work that out after. Well, we will. We will. Yeah, I got like a ton, so. Okay. Um. So what have you been playing? Uh, I've only gotten a chance to play one game, but I've really enjoyed what I've played. Uh, Theatrhythm, Final it's Fantasy. It's a doozy of a game. It's a doozy. So. All right. Final Fantasy through Theatre Rhythm. Yeah, so rhythm-based game for all Final Fantasy music. Uh, very similar in gameplay style to Elite Beat Agents in some ways. 
I've heard that, but so I watched the quick look on Giant Bomb, and it doesn't seem like anything on the screen changes compared to how well you're doing, whereas Elite Beat Agents, tons of stuff would happen. Well, yeah, well but I mean more like the tapping and sliding and stuff right, like that. Yeah. So are you liking it? Because it looks super boring. I, I'm actually really enjoying it. Yeah. Now, so I, many I, people have been saying that, but just looking at it, it's like it's just a, like a, a video playing in the background and a tapping. Like, how is this not well, a tech it, demo? It's, it's a rhythm game. That's why. And like, there's a bunch of different difficulties. Like all the stuff that Brad showed in the Giant Bomb Quick Look was pretty much just beginner difficulty, except for like one or two points where he turned it up. Apparently, there's three separate difficulties: there's beginner, expert, and ultimate. Right, right. And like they they just flat out insane. Like you can street pass and get more challenges. There's like a ridiculous amount what of characters unlock. Uh, they're called dark notes. So they pick a random uh, field song and a random battle song. Oh, I, I should explain. The playable songs in the game are broken up by three different types. There's field songs, so like you're walking around outside. Okay, in the uh, field. Yeah. Yep. Battle songs, which are just that you're, you're fighting enemies and getting experience. And then there's event songs, which are like the video in the background type thing. Those are only in the uh, the series mode where you play through like a specific set list based on one of the Final Fantasy games. Okay. So you pretty much just play through that to unlock the challenge songs, and then you go back and the challenge songs will unlock more series and back and forth like that. And all the time you're you're earning experience for your characters. You have to make a party out of your characters so you can fight enemies and do all these field levels and stuff like that. Uh, the more you level up your characters, the more health they have, which means the more mistakes you can make in your songs. Uh, also, they up like their luck rating so you can get items, because you can equip items, you can uh, get collectibles, and you can pick up shards, which are how you unlock more anim- or more characters to use. Do you know how many characters there are? I have no idea yet. I have not tried to spoil it for myself. Okay. If I had to guess, I assume there's at least one extra character per Final Fantasy game. Because you've got 13. They even have entries for 11. Right. And, and it's just core Final Fantasy games. Yeah. So okay. one, 1 to 13. I, I assumed that there was just 2 per game. Because okay. uh, when I downloaded one of the DLC games, or one of the DLC songs, they had a picture of Aerith there. Or Ares, however you want to pronounce her name. Uh, so I figured, oh, she's the second character. But then I found out apparently Sephiroth is also unlockable. So now I don't right. know how many characters you get per game. Okay, and this is the first North American game with DLC. I guess both Japan and North American 3DS game with DLC. Yeah, uh, yeah. In Japan, it was first followed quickly by Fire Emblem, and I think here it's going to be about the same. Well, Fire Emblem's next year, so we might yeah. get something else. Like no, because yeah, we'll be oh, getting. Oh no, you're like, right. Yeah, Mario. Mario Two has a DLC. You're right. So you did you say you bought the DLC? Yeah, I picked up the songs because they were there was like 99 cents per song. Okay, and how many are out so far? Eight. Okay, all right. So it's not too bad. Uh, the only thing that sucks about buying the DLC, you cannot preview the song. You have to either assume you just want it for the game or know the song beforehand or look it up online. That seems like a really weird omission. That is super bizarre. Okay, so okay, so for people who don't know Elite Beat Agents, why don't you break down the core gameplay of this? Okay, so... Uh, the way it works is that in Leap Beat Agents, like, you have to tap specific portions of the touchscreen in at a specific time, and you do these specific motions. Uh, Theatrism's a little different. There's three different types of notes you have. There's, there's just tap notes, just standard, like, tap the screen at this specific point. 
there's hold notes where you just hold down the stylus and follow this little pattern that's on screen, depending on what mode you're in. And then there's slash motions where, like, they'll give you a specific direction and you have to make a slash motion with the stylus on your touchpad at the same, at the point your marker meets up with that little button. So uh, it's a little weird. The, the, the slashing is probably the most finicky thing because, like, if you don't do a long enough motion, it assumes you just tapped it and will just give you a bad rating. Right, and you're going to want to be doing quick ones when you get to the higher difficulties. Yeah, so, like, I've right. I've lost, like, good combos because of that, which kind of upsets me, but otherwise it's it's been pretty good. So who's your who's your core team? Uh, my current team is uh, Zidane, who's my leader. Who is that? Uh, that's Final Fantasy Nine. Okay, I didn't play that one. Yeah, so yeah, the 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 first thirteen characters I've unlocked are the main characters of each game. Okay. So I've got Zidane from nine, uh, Squall from eight, Titus from ten, and Van Van from twelve or Vaughn, whatever. I skipped. And, um... I skipped using Squall. I was going to pick, like, one of the girl characters, like Terra or Lightning, but apparently if you have an all-male or an all-female team, you get, like, point bonuses. Oh, okay. So any, I was going to say, any reason for picking those characters, or did they just your favorite Final Fantasy games? Uh, well, I haven't played 9, but, I've, like, everyone's told me it's good. Okay. From, the, from what I've seen of the Zidane, I liked them, so I picked that. Squall, I actually kind of like the character, even though the game is kind of, eh. And he, he is kind of a stupid character at the same time, I admit, but... And it's also a case of I didn't feel as much attachment to the other characters, so that's okay. why I picked like Titus and Vaughn. Right. I if, like honestly, if I would replace Vaughn immediately if Balthair, that he was like the Han Solo of Final Fantasy XII. If he's a character, I would immediately swap him. Okay. I'd, I'd probably do some Final Fantasy IV stuff in there, maybe even three. Yeah, I know Cecil for sure is the main one there, and I right. I want to say that what's the girl in green? Yeah, Rydia, Rydia, that's her name. Okay, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Rydia looks like she's an unlock as well because she's physically shown up at points in the game. Okay. Like if uh, on a field mission, if you run far enough, like Moogles will appear and give you items, and you'll get to the if you get to the end, a character will show up and give you an item as well. So usually it's a character who goes along with the theme that's playing. Okay. So if the field theme from Final Fantasy IV is playing, Rydia will show up. If the one from Six is playing, it'll be. Terra, whatever. And are those people that you can then later unlock, or that's what I'm assuming. Okay. Uh, when you get a hit to unlock characters, you get you get shards, so crystal shards. Like it takes eight crystal shards to unlock a character, and they'll show you a silhouette of the character, but they won't say what series they're from or who they are until you flat out unlock them. So you just have to assume. Okay. Okay. So earlier you were mentioning dark notes, and then it got sidetracked. So what is that? Dark notes are basically the the challenge notes. Uh, they're what you also get through street passing. Yeah, they're harder. They're they're at least a, extreme difficulty or higher. Uh, they're two random songs. They so they'll be even songs that you might not even get in the series mode. Like in series mode, you'll play like thirty six songs. In challenge mode, it'll be up to seventy. So okay. it, it'll randomly pull from those songs you haven't unlocked yet or whatever. Uh, they'll be harder, and you'll get to fight like bosses. If you kill these bosses, they will give you specific drops. There's three different sets of bosses you can fight per Dark Note, and each one has three different items they'll drop. So usually if you kill a boss, you get a shard to unlock a character. So I've been playing like a lot of Dark Note sections to get more shards. Okay. So as far as I can tell so far, there's probably like 
six. I've gotten six different types of shards so far, and I'm assuming there's like nine or more. Because I, I guess if there's going to be at least one character per game, then it's got to be at least 13 right. times. You also, while you're playing all these songs, you earn Rhythmia. And this, like, when you get to a milestone, like, say, you get 500 Rhythmia, you unlock a new video or a song in, like, the sound player. Or you unlock a crystal shard or okay a new song or whatever, so... So so you you can't equip new weapons and stuff, right? Uh weapons no. Uh you get skills. There's two different types of skills. There's like passive and aggressive. And how does that change the like the song or what you're pressing or te- how does that affect the game? Uh they'll either they'll affect your stats in specific sections. Like in the field sections what you want, you want your character who's running to be high in agility. So Zidane's like a, a rank C in agility right now or maybe rank B. So he runs through the field stages really fast, which gives me a better chance of getting items. Okay. Um, then in the battle sections, it's smarter to have like a bunch of characters who have like a lot of attack or... I- I'm trying to think of what the four stats are. There's luck, agility, strength, and I think maybe defense. And are you also trying to get through like the most enemies in a fight? Yeah. Like the- okay. Yeah, the more enemies you kill, the higher experience you get, and the better chance of getting item drops. Like anytime you kill a boss-type character you will get an item drop, usually. Uh, for Final Fantasy IV, like you, uh, I think you fight the four fiends, if you know who that are, they are. Uh, I haven't played four in a while, so no. Okay, yeah. Like, well, either way, like you know, the, random, the major bosses of the games will just randomly appear as an okay. enemy. So like, if you get through them, they'll give you like an extra drop, like a collectible card, or a crystal shard, or whatever. You can also uh, you can summon enemies as well, or summon summons. Like Ifrit, Shiva, Rama, Bahamut, all right. those guys are in there. Right. Uh, you can equip one item for your team that will do something specific. Like, so you can attach like a phoenix down. So if you die, it'll give you back like thirty percent of your health to all your characters. Oh, okay. So I just why would you never? Why would you only use that? Because why wouldn't you? Well, because if you use it, it's gone. So. Oh, okay. Right. And they're probably pretty rare. Yeah, I think I've only got one Phoenix down so far. But, like, you get other stuff like Magicite, which guarantees you will summon this specific character. Oh, okay. Uh, During the field sections, you can actually summon a Chocobo, which will get you through the areas faster. Can you summon an airship? Not that I've seen so far. That seems like something that might happen. I think they're probably going to stick with Chocobos, but if they did that, that'd be kind of neat. And, so, in the series mode, which is that, like, the main mode you would play? Yeah, uh, there's there's three modes. There's a series mode where they give you five songs per game. Right. So with those games, does that mean like Final Fantasy One is the easiest, and then Final Fantasy Thirteen is the hardest songs See, or something? I, I don't know about that. Like I started with one anyways, and I've been just going through them in order. Oh, but... you have them like all unlocked from the get go. Oh yeah, one to thirteen is all unlocked from the get go. Okay. That's that's in fact the only mode you have unlocked is series mode. Okay, well, I wasn't sure if it was like, no, you have to beat Final Fantasy 1 before Final Fantasy 2. No, when you beat when you beat a specific Final Fantasy, you unlock the challenge mode version of those songs. Which, uh, okay. if, you, if you rank high enough on a, a basic challenge, you unlock the extreme track. If you unlock all the extreme tracks for the songs in a set, you will unlock the series mode extreme path. And then... <laughs> If you get a high enough rank on the extreme ones, you unlock the ultimate tracks, and if you unlock all the ultimate tracks, you unlock the ultimate series. So like it goes back and forth between challenge mode and that, and the series mode. Okay. 
This just seems like a surprisingly deep game. I know, like, you, when you start playing it, you're like, I don't really expect anything. But then when you start leveling up your characters and figuring out what skills to equip, how to get, like, spe- specific items, how to unlock more characters and everything, it just kind of starts getting bigger and bigger, and you just realize, hey, this is actually a better game than I thought it was going to be. Right. That's like, actually tr- that's actually what shocked me, is that this is a better game than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It just, yeah, no, it seemed like the weirdest thing. I'm, like, I'm kind of thinking this is probably getting a lot of the vibes I'm getting from Pokemon Conquest, in, in which here's a franchise you know just twisting it on its head, and it turned out to work well. Yeah, exactly. I, I would say it's exactly like that. Uh, so would you want, like, would you like them to do a Chrono Trigger or Dragon Quest Dragon, version of these? Dragon Quest is the only series I can think of that Square has that would have enough music to pull that off successfully again. No, no people love the music in Chrono Trigger. But I love the music in Chrono Trigger. But it's Trigger. one game. Two if you're going to add Cross. Three if you add Radical Dreamers. It's not enough. I guess, but they could just do, like, all the songs from Chrono Trigger or something. I don't know. I don't think it would be enough of a package. If they did, like... This is a Square Enix compilation or something like that. Then I could see. Then I would definitely want Chrono Trigger in there and like Secret of Mana and all that stuff. Oh, if they just did like a bunch of their smaller games. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see them doing that if this. I I would really I would really like another thing like this, but I I will just say right now, if they do that, wait a couple years. Let let theater them sink in, and then you just don't do like the annual bullshit that everything else seems right. to fall for. Right. No, I, I can't see this is coming again for a while, right? Like yeah. I couldn't I couldn't see a Pokemon Conquest 2 coming out anytime so, soon. Yeah. Some people think that uh Theater of them is going to come out on iOS, so it wouldn't surprise me if that happened. It probably will. Square's putting a lot of their games on there and that's just a touch game, right? So Yeah, exactly. It probably will. Considering like that entire bottom screen is not it's hardly being used, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the only to... reason you use it is for tapping like uh and menus and that. Right. But which could all easily be mapped to one screen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, are you playing with the 3DS slider? No. Okay. I I don't oh. think it really actually would probably distract from the gameplay if anything, because you have to like, you'll get depth, so you'll see the background stand out more than the actual buttons. So I think that might mess it up more. Or so maybe... you haven't even tried. No, I haven't tried. <laughs> okay. But so you recommend the game? Yeah, definitely. If you love rhythm games, I absolutely recommend it. Especially okay. if you love Elite Beat Agents or Owen Dawn. If you love any of those games, flat out go buy that now. You will. Right. It's I not quite the same, that. but it will scratch that itch. Okay. All right. Good to know. And that was all I played. So, like next week, I'll be able to talk about a bunch of Vita stuff. Okay. Yeah, I look forward to that. Uh, maybe I'll get to Vita soon. Probably not. Uh, so that's what we've been playing. Okay. So let's move on to some news then, in that case. News, 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 I gotta write down what time we're at for you. That'd be helpful. There you go. Alright, cool. so what do we got for news? I'm just opening up the dock on my phone. Okay, Call of Duty Online has been officially announced. Right, okay, so they kind of, they they talked about this for a couple of years now, of doing some kind of paid service for Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. More than just a elite, but like a you know a full on full fledged online game, which I think we all assumed was going to happen at some point, considering how big they are. This is only in China, which is weird. I think there's uh, just a market they want to either break into or just warm up on, because North America is the Call of Duty market pretty much, right? Right. So I'm just surprising why why wouldn't you do that one first, knowing like well if we do it in North America, of course it'll catch on. So you know what I mean? Yeah. 
yeah, just kind of weird. Um, so what do you think? Only a matter of time before we get it. See, I don't know, cause isn't it? Is it just multiplayer online, or is it? I believe so. Yeah. Well, why would that would just eat into the sales of the Modern Warfare or just the franchise in general? So I don't see them doing that. What are you talking about? They come up with a new one every year. They clearly do not care about eating at the sales of the previous game. I guess I don't know. I I think that would be. I don't think they're going to do it unless it's like some constantly online persistent thing, like maybe like a Call of Duty MMO style gameplay, or let's say, uh, shoot, what was that game on PS3? Mag. A Call of Duty type version of Mag would be amazing. Like what's so, oh, just like a console version of it, but just with more people playing? Yeah, like, or like a computer version of Call of Duty, but just like a metric ton of people playing, like 200 people playing on like a map. Like, nukes and everything going off like crazy. Okay, so you don't think Call of Duty's crazy enough at the moment? Is that your... Yes. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so more crazy. Well, to be fair, it is taking place in the Modern Warfare universe, apparently, so that's the crazy one. Yeah, although Black Ops looks like it's starting to get a little crazy, too, so... Oh, yeah, well, who knows? Because um, I clearly don't. I don't follow Call of Duty <laughs> anything. Well, Black Ops 2 but, uh... takes place in, like... 2020 or something like that. like Right. But I just mean in terms future. of, like, we need more explosions. Explosions! Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. I'd be down for that. I don't know. I I, I, I I secretly like Call of Duty. What? Yeah, I hate to admit that. The gameplay is actually fun. I just, I hate the the group around it. I hate, yeah, I hate sure. the players, not the yeah. game. There you go. That's true. That I That's kind of how I feel about Halo a bit. So Yeah, like, I, I quite enjoy Halo, too, so... Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? To be fair, I just don't really enjoy my time with Halo ever. <laughs> I just don't enjoy the people on Xbox Live. Maybe that's just what I should state. Yeah, that's true. Or just other people in general. They're just bad. They're I bad I, ha- I hate people. Why do I even leave my house? Yeah. Well, you don't get sunburns, and then you don't have to listen to people. I know. I just why am I? Yeah. I'm, so I'm doing it wrong. But uh, I'm. I think we're gonna get it. I think it's gonna happen. All right. Well, we'll see. Cause... if, as Steve Jobs said. If you don't undercut yourself, someone else will. Well, people have been trying to undercut Call of Duty and have been failing, so I right, don't know. So, well, EA's, EA's been the closest, and even then, they're not that close. That's true. Yeah. I wonder how... I never checked Modern Warfare 3 vs. Battlefield. Like, I wonder uh, which one has more players at the moment. At the moment, probably Modern Warfare. But I heard Battlefield 3 sold like 4 million or 5 million or something crazy. Like that's that's crazy high compared to anything that's anything competing with that's Call, of Duty. Call of Duty, right? Yeah. And if that can't make it, yeah, we're exactly. Just doomed. I'm kind of interested to see what the the guys who broke off from Infinity Ward are gonna make. Yeah. Or Bungie's new thing. I'm interested in both of those. Well, from what it sounds like, it's just a well, as of two years ago, I guess it, another kind of Halo clone. Mm. But who knows? I'm assuming both those are waiting for next gen. Yeah. Well, I mean. Of, yeah, the Bungie one's the also game. coming out through Activision, so I mean... Right. But hey, you know what? Speaking of Activision, they're making a Walking Dead game. A first-person shooter Walking Dead game. Yeah. This was actually announced yesterday, so real close. Weird, I didn't but, even um, hear this at all. Yeah, no, that's what I... So I added it pretty quickly once I got home. Um, so the thing about this, so... Telltale's currently making the episodic game. It's an adventure game. It's based on the comic book uh, mythos. This one is going to be based on the TV show. Interesting. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Like, why not? I Um, guess because they are two separate things at this point, right? They're kind of hitting the same 
like major story beats, but they definitely have some characters that just aren't in the each other's games or like, wait, that guy died already. He was in the comics. He didn't die for a long time or blah, 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 blah stuff like that. So they are definitely making their own, but they're still kind of hitting the same main pillars. Okay. Just kind of weaving in and out. But <clears throat> So this one, for those who have been watching the show, is going to take place as a prequel to the show, and you're playing as the brothers Merle and Daryl, um, who are kind of like the redneck guys. Uh, Merle was the racist in the first couple episodes, if you guys remember him. You get to be the racist. Yay! Well, you play as Daryl, the character people like. Which makes more sense, because, you know... Is that the black guy with a shotgun I keep seeing pictures of? No, that's T-Dog. Which, yeah, T-Dog. Daryl's the one that uses the crossbow. Oh, okay, that guy. All right. I've only seen... I should say, I've only seen one episode of Walking Dead. Was it the first one? Yes. Okay. Uh, So you should have... Actually, you wouldn't have seen any of them, because that's all just Rick. Yeah, I've just seen pictures online. I I liked the first episode. It was pretty good. It's a great pilot. I remember people being stoked about that pilot when it came out. And so then I keep hearing, should... yeah, I keep hearing like people like let as farther it went on, more people like start disliking it. So I'm just like, do I keep watching? I was I was pretty into it. Then again, I'm pretty into Walking Dead in general. But the, I know a lot of people kind of got tired of the first season near the end, like Nathan, for example. But then season two came up, and they were right back on board. Nathan really likes season two. Keep okay. in mind, though, season one is six episodes, so if you had to muscle your way through it, it's not that hard. Aren't they both just six episodes? No, second one was 13. Oh, okay. Yeah, much bigger. It was just split up into two, like, half seasons, so it was, like, six each time, or seven one time. Okay, well, it's on Netflix, I believe, both seasons? I know the first season I is. Think, I think this first season is just on Netflix, because the other one's not even out on DVD yet. Okay, so. I'll, yeah, so. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just watch the first season and decide from there, so. Yeah. Um, I'm interested... So, Terminal Reality is making this, which I don't know what they've made. Uh, I, I noticed that. I looked it up. Uh, choice games that you would recognize. The original Blood Rain. Oh, the first two Blood okay. Rains, sorry. Okay. Uh, I haven't played any Blood Rain, so... But... Spy Hunter Nowhere to Run. That's the Spy Hunter game based on that movie that was supposed to star The Rock. That never oh, came out. Is. Okay. Uh, Ghostbusters, the video game. Okay, so that one just a few years ago? Yep. Okay. Uh, People liked that. Def Jam Rap Star. All right. <laughs> and Connect Star Wars. So just like the weirdest yes. background. So basically this is going to have a dancing minigame. Yeah, maybe. Um, I kind of hope it does at this point. <laughs> having played the adventure games, I kind of wish Nathan was here just for this main p- component. Oh, um, dude, these guys made my favorite PC game. What was that? Monster Truck Madness 2. I played that all the time when I was a kid. Okay, so you are excited for more from them? I somehow doubt this game has monster trucks in it. It it won't. I'll tell you that right now. Well, then I'm I'm not going to buy it now. Okay. You need I'll to p- put monster trucks in my Walking Dead game, and maybe the only games that. I play have monster trucks in them. Exactly. That's why I'm yeah. playing Theater of them. You summon a chocobo monster truck. So. Well, there you go. That'd be the weirdest. Thing <laughs> That'd anyway. be awesome. Anyway, um, the game. There apparently it's not just going to be like you know with zombie shooting gallery as you would first think they're actually going to make it like you have four bullets use them wisely you know and if they follow the comics and the store and the tv show as well pretty closely they're going to have the whole you know if you do shoot the gun it's going to bring zombies over to you oh so that like the whole sound thing's kind of like last of us with the no ammo sound kind of like a big a big feature of the comics and the tv show is they don't use guns a lot because they know if I use a gun, 
the zombies will hear it and a bunch of them will come over. So if I don't have to use a gun, I won't. So I could see them definitely putting that into the thing. That seems like a a pretty easy gameplay mechanic of, hey, don't use the gun or you're going to have to fight a whole bunch of them. Like it, Not exactly easy to code or anything like that, but just easy if, if you want to put tension in the game. Here's an easy thing that's already made in the universe. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of one of the features and stuff like sometimes you'll come across a group of zombies and they haven't noticed you. You can choose to go and fight them or you can try and sneak your way around because, you know, there's like six of them and that's a ton of zombies. Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested in that fact. Uh, just kind of weird that they're just like, it just really seems like, hey, Walking Dead's really doing real well so we gotta like jump on this or something, I guess. I don't know. Um, um, I will keep an ear to it. I'll keep my eye on it. We'll keep see what happens with that. I I admit though, I am kind of like you said. I'm kind of surprised that they're they've got the rights to the TV show, while Telltale only seems to have the rights to the comics. Well, I don't know if it's an issue of rights. I think it was just more of like, what do you want to do? Would like, I don't know if it was like Robert Kirkman, the creator of Walking Dead, being like. I want you guys to make a game based on this stuff, and I want you guys to make a game based on this stuff. Or it was like Telltale was like, no, we want to focus on the comic book stuff because for maybe one reason or another, you know, our art style will ma match with it easily or, you know, whatever. We're not, we can't, we don't really make shooters, so obviously we have to make an adventure game, which would just be better. I don't know, who knows? But, um, it just seems weird. A lot of people kind of being like, the adventure games are so good. Is anyone even... And this is the kind of question I have. Is anybody wanting, like, more guns when they're playing that game? I Obviously, you don't have an opinion on that. Yeah, I'm not the That's what I was kind of saying. Too bad Nathan's not here to voice his opinion. But, uh... Me, personally, no. I, I'm i loving that form format. And it, tons of other people are. Those games are getting extremely well-reviewed. So do you feel that, like, this PC... Or this PC... This Walking Dead game that Activision is working on, that it could be more like a Call of Duty type thing? Or... Well, you know, they've said it's not going to be like a shooting gallery. So... I you know I'm gonna see what it is from there. I don't know if it's gonna be like a horror game, and that's gonna be kind of like that. I'm assuming it's gonna be more similar to that. So I'm interested just to kind of see what would happen. Mainly because I do like the Call of Duty lore. Like if this was just random zombie game again, I'd be like, well, whatever. I could be playing Left 4 Dead right now instead, basically. Right. I'm assuming it's gonna be a lot less action than Left 4 Dead, but we'll see. Who knows what, exactly what it's going to be. And it just got announced, so probably not coming out for a while. Unless they it's like they just turn it around and it's really crappy. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, at the moment, I would rather have episode 3 before this game comes out. So, there's where my... Well, I would hope for sure. I would hope that happens. But just in terms of, like, not... Like, I would... I'm more interested in just having more of what I already have. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. I'll, I get, what you, I get what you mean, yeah. Seeing this new thing at the moment, so... Those other ones are great. Go play them. All right, so moving on from that, uh, there are new models of the 3DS coming out, or new colors. However, they have not been announced for us yet. They've been announced for Hong Kong and Taiwan. What colors are they, John? Uh, there is the lovely cerulean blue, and apparently Sean's new favorite color, shimmer pink. <laughs> what a silly name. I, it's a pretty awesome name, i got to say that. Uh, looking at the colors, they act. Do you remember those special colored Valentine's Day Wiimotes that came out a couple years ago? The blue and the pink. Yeah, I do. They're the exact same color. I think those colors. became like standard. I think they became standard, but they look like the exact same color. 
I, I want to say the pink is like shinier, but that just might be from the different material used for the 3DS. Probably. But yeah, yeah. they look really similar. I kind of, I'm kind of wondering how different the blue is from the current blue one we have. Uh, it looks brighter, I guess you could say. Light, lighter like, in wh- color. I'm just like, why are you putting out another blue one? Like, there's so many other colors you could go with. Isn't there like three different blue versions of the of just the DS or the DS Lite? Yeah, I think so. Well, so it's, it's not too surprising, th- all things considered. Like DS Lite, there's like a dark blue one, and was there a light blue one? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't. But it just like I would have preferred. We already have blue. Do orange. You guys haven't done that yet. Do do green. That green DS light looked cool, or DSI looked cool, whatever it was. I think it was a light. I just I just wonder if we're gonna get any of these over here. Like it seems like eventually we will. Like we got that purple one, right? We did. I don't think we are considering they already have the 3DS XL colors lined up, and all of ours include black in some way because it it just Apparently black sells over here. I guess, because, you know, it's either black or white for technology over here. Right. Well, we're not even getting a white variety of the XL, I don't believe. That's what I don't understand. Like, that seems like a a shoe-in. Yeah, considering the light came out white, and that looks snazzy. And the the DSi. And, yeah, pretty much every other DS model except for, like, the original. Well, the the DSi XL didn't. Really? And the original DS. But that was... Yeah, I I remember the original DS not getting it, because we had silver instead, but... Right. And then they eventually came out with that red one, right? Yeah. For Mario Kart. And they had a blue one for something else, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. They did have a blue one. I can't remember what for. Or if it was random. All right. Yeah. And then that green one, the only way to get it was to get it bundled with a cooking game. Oh, right. Oh, it was like their... their America's uh, Text Kitchen or something yeah. like that. I don't remember what it was. That their color actually looked book. good, which made it stupid that you had to buy it in that Yeah, bundle. it was kind of like a light lime green. It was kind of nice. And it was like, but I have to have a cooking game too? Like, I, that's I, just a waste of... What it was, months. it was a Mother's Day bundle. That's what it was. That oh, was, I think you're right. That was, that was when it came out and the whole marketing idea behind it. So that's, it only came out around yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah, moms like cooking. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, other people don't cook, right? Just moms? Weird. Just moms. Moms okay. stuff. All right, last bit of last news we got. News. Final Fantasy VII. That's the best game of all time. Oh, yeah, totally. It's finally getting the re-release everybody wanted. Hooray, I'm going to play it on my PS3, and I'm going to play it on my Vita, and I'm going to... No, no, love, no, no, no. Not, not at all. Just my PS3? No. They're remaking it high-definition graphics, and it's... No. It's going to look like Advent Children? No. This is great. This is everything I wanted. It's going to be on, like, a Blu-ray disc. And no. All these awesome features. No. Voice acting. That, no. No. Just, oh, just stop. Okay. Just what? What are we getting? <laughs> we are getting a re-release of the PC version on Steam. Okay, I don't. That's none of that is what I want. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> has it already come to PC? Yeah, actually, the game originally came out on PS on PS One and PC. Okay, so just a Steam version is like the difference, I guess. Yeah. What I assume is like a well compatibility issues because that came out during like what Windows ninety eight era. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, and the other thing is that maybe they'll probably put in some higher res things. They have the only thing I remember them stating for sure was that this game will have achievements. So now yeah, Final points. Fantasy VII is going to have achievements. That's great. I guess it's not 360 achievements, but you know I support all achievements in some capacity. <laughs> this is not going to be the Final Fantasy version I go back to. <laughs> no, I think I think if anything, this might upset a bunch of people because like we wanted a high def. Advent Children remake, and you're just giving us a re-release. 
Right. No, that's still like the Sony's out of business. Oh, this will save us. Down. Yeah. Like, but uh, I I don't know. It's at least I don't know. They're doing something with it. I, I, I guess. Well, maybe maybe that's actually what they're doing. Maybe they're seeing if like if this sells well, maybe they'll just try some other idea. Well, they still have Final Fantasy X HD coming out, and I guess that doing this. Oh, that reminds me. That actually got delayed. Yeah, I remember hearing something about, like, that's not coming out for a bit now, which is weird. That was coming to the Vita, right? Yeah, that's actually, I think that was the only thing they announced it for so far. Okay. Which kind of excited me, because I was like, oh, man, I never did finish 10. That would actually, maybe I'd actually play it on the Vita. I guess this is better, because I just, I would be totally, un, like, not uninterested if they just did, like, a Final Fantasy VII HD collection, right? <laughs> An also HD has... collection of one game. Oh, right, like, they, I guess the Dirty They could service. do that. They could just have one. I, I you see, wouldn't really I call it a collection if it's one well, thing. Well, then they though. would just call it like Final Fantasy VII HD or Master Edition or something. Because yeah. that game's big enough that I could see Sony being like, we don't need to include anything else. Probably. they. I could see them doing like, okay, here's this and like Dirge of Cerberus and like the movie. Oh, yeah. That would actually be good. Or just every Final Fantasy. That would actually be a pretty good bundle. <laughs> a bundle with every single Final Fantasy game? That or every Final Fantasy VII tie-in so like crisis core oh right i forgot well. about crisis core and then there's like the cell done phone PSP games. games i have yeah i don't know the cell phone games but just everything with the final fantasy name attached to it just throw that in there see they'll never do that because square enix has this bad habit of just like oh we're gonna re-release this game now by itself yeah. or maybe with yep. like slightly more content for sure for sure see i don't know i don't know who this is actually aimed at but i'll be interested to see if it actually sells and sells well I think I was reading last week, something else is getting, or possibly getting an HD collection, and I was actually super interested in it. Ratchet and Clank, I remember hearing about that, but I don't know if that's no, what you're thinking of. It's not what I was thinking of. I'm trying to think what it would have been. Oh, um, apparently they're doing a Dragon Ball Z Budokai HD collection. What? Which is great. That's fantastic. But don't people only care about Budokai 3? You're right, because here's the thing, and I was reading this on a message board. Budokai 1 is just basically like a smaller version of Budokai 2, which is a smaller version of Budokai 3. So it's kind of like, you're giving us all the same game here, but... Like, I guess Budokai 2 is a little different in terms of it had some weird board game mechanic to the story, but I don't know. I would still be down to that, because Budokai 3 is the best Dragon Ball Z fighting game. See, I, I didn't get into the Budokai games. I got into the Tenkaichi games. They're not good. I don't like those at all. I like the first one. I played a bit of the first one, and I guess I was just because I was coming off of Budokai 3. That's and it probably was so why, because I, I didn't I have like, Budokai to base it off like of. It. I, you would like Budokai as someone who likes, like, you know, 2D fighting games. It's basically just a 2D fighting game, whereas Tenkaichi was like an arena fighting game. Mm. This is just 2D. I played so many hours, and I had the whole thing of, for, I think this was 2, but to, to power up one of, like, your super attacks, you had to rotate the analog sticks. So you would put your palm on the analog stick and rotate it so much. Me and my friends wore the skin on our <laughs> palm off so many times that it's like, we have to stop playing because this hurts. With, play with PlayStation controllers? Play PS2 controllers. Uh, okay, that's kind of impressive because like those things are like super soft. So. They are, but just if you play you play that enough and you get really into it and you're... Because like, the campaign would get really hard, and it's like, come on, I just need to do so much damage to you. So you would just, you would get, you would put a, you get your shoulder in on that thing, <laughs> you would get on top of that controller, and you would just be handling it. <laughs> Great games. Uh, yeah, I, I can tell you got super excited about that for a second there. Yeah. Let me calm down. Let me, 
<sighs> we'll calm you down. We'll calm you down with some questions. All right. Some emails. All right. We all, all got right. a few. So I, I got a question here in, in the in the script notes you have here. It's it starts with the phrasing "Yeah, by the way." So that's yeah. How that's how we wrote it. This is how, this is these are from Ty. Okay, so Ty emails in to say, uh, "Is there any way I could get one of your 3DS friend codes?" I'm I'm, I'm cool giving mine out. What about you? If you're not, that's totally fine. I, I'm okay with it because really the, you can't really spam me with messages except for like swap note. I don't I, use swap note, so. And actually, to be perfectly honest, my 3DS code is actually listed online. It's on my backloggery. Oh, so too late for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, it's kind of redundant then. I, I, can, I can't give mine out now because I don't have my 3DS on me, hmm. and I cl- I actually forget how to look up that code at the moment. So you just click on the friends button. There you go. And hi- and highlight your own day. your own card, and it just says right. And I have like three friends on that, so. I'll probably give mine out. Maybe I'll put it in uh, in the description or or the Facebook. Probably on the Facebook page I'll do that. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, next question. Does John play draw something? No, I don't because I suck at drawing. I'm better at guessing than I am drawing. So, like, when we play Pictionary, I make sure not to grab the pencil. I'm pretty sure everyone who plays draw something probably sucks at drawing. Or not everyone, but, like, No, I've seen a lot of good people who can draw. A lot of good yeah, but also everyone plays that game, so 99%. Well, they used draw. to, not as much anymore. That's true. But You're TV, just going to get really TV into show. the TV show. Yeah, going to watch that. But yeah, no, I don't play Draw Something. Uh, is that even on Android? I thought that was I think, just I think iOS. it came to Android, yeah. Yeah, no, I have an Android phone, so like a lot of the games iPhone they don't, just have. But a lot have. of the big ones get ported over there relatively quickly. Okay, that makes sense. Whether that be Angry Birds or even apps like Instagram just got over there. Okay, and last question we got here from Ty. 3DS or Vita? Now, it's way too early for me to answer that question, because I haven't even used mine yet. So I'm going to say, for now, 3DS, but really I shouldn't even be able to give an answer. I'm going to say 3DS. Like, I've I've used mine just about as much as you have. In fact, you have more games for it than I do. But uh, I have infinitely of, more games, because you In terms of, like, it. what I'm more interested in playing, it's my 3DS. So that's kind of unfair, because the 3DS has had a year on the Vita. Yeah. But, um... There's things coming out for the 3DS that I'm excited for. I'm pretty sure there's nothing coming out for the Vita I'm excited for at the moment. Yeah, because you probably don't want to play Persona 4 or anything like that. Not really interested in that. Or the new Speaking, speaking of paper. which, there's a PlayStation Network uh, sale on at the moment. I think it's all of July. A bunch of Atlas games are on sale. Some of them are the uh, the first three Personas for like 10 bucks for the Vita if you wanted them. I might get Persona 1 and 2 because there's no way I'm going to find like wild copies of those. Although I th- think my girlfriend has them so well you have the 32 gig card so you could download a lot yeah true uh oh are they are they the ps1 versions or are they the psp versions because i mean psp i believe i think we have the psp ones here actually so oh, okay. see that that's my issue is like i would have bought a vita day one had they done that backwards compatibility thing for the vita for the psp right and i was always on the the side of like i don't care to play any of my psp games once getting a vita it was though it was like Man, now that I have access to all these downloadable ones, I'd be I'd be kind of into that. I wish I could actually kind of go back because I have some PSP games that I never touched, like the Assassin's Creed, whatever for PSP. Yeah, exactly. I do have that. So, like at the moment, I'm looking to download a uh, Legend of Heroes, uh, something about the sky. I just hear it's kind of a cool RPG. But oh, oh, Trials of the Sky or something like that. Yeah, I heard that was a pretty cool RPG. 
But yeah, I've heard good things about that too. So. Yeah, I'm actually kind of wanting to play some old PSP games now, which is just bizarre. That's the I, weirdest thing. I know that's the way it works. Like the system, like nothing that good's coming out for it anymore. Really, it's just like I could really go for that. Yeah, maybe just random but, um, niche stuff. But anyway, so that, that's it for the questions. Yeah. Well, so is there anything coming out for the Vita that you're interested in besides Persona Four you mentioned? Persona Four, like I'm on the fence on. Uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, I'm also on the fence on because like it'd be good to have a portable fighting game and I could just play against people. And apparently yeah. it connects with the PS3 version as well. Are you thinking of getting both? I I don't know. And then I bring I... up the idea of uh, All-Stars. Oh yeah, All-Stars I'll definitely get. On both? Uh, didn't they say something about like if you buy it on PS3 you get the Vita copy or... No, vice versa. They've I, never said that for any of them. There was yet. some game. There was one game they said that they were going to do that with, and I cannot. I'm pretty sure they've said it was. for one or two games, but it was just you would get some kind of a break. Okay. Which, looking at the break between a physical and a digital copy of games, like I looked at Gravity Rush, and you save like three dollars. So yeah, it's and, like, and it's it's uh, publisher dependent too. So Sony's doing yeah. it. I think Square might be doing it, but like pretty much everyone else isn't. So that's why I'm sticking with physical for now. Right, like, I was totally down for buying digital, I'm totally on board, but when I looked at the price difference, it's like, well, for three bucks, I get a cool-looking case, so why not? Yeah, and here, here's the thing about the case, it's such a waste of plastic. Yeah, but like, it, they're so tiny and cute. I know, they're so tiny, like, like for those who have not seen what the Vita cases are like, they're maybe 33% smaller than a DS case, a tiny bit taller. I but... think they're probably, like, two-thirds the size of a, of a PSP case in height. Yeah, the, roughly. Something yeah, like that. But, like, that. if you open them up, there's a tab for a manual, but there's not one there. Yeah. And then there's, like, there's just the game slot in there. Like, so, like, you open up, it's just big, empty blue case with, like, a little tiny game in it. Right. So, those $3, they're going to making yeah. that plastic shell. Uh, the only games I've seen actually, like, have a piece of paper inside it or any that use online codes, like Wipeout. Right. Right. Um... So I'm just trying to think. Look, so you're sticking to physical. What would be the break where you would go? I'll get it on, on a, download. I guess for kind of anything really, because I know New Super Mario Bros. Two is going to be download yeah. day one as well. Major price difference. That'll be what swings me. Yeah. What's your What's your price difference where you'll where you'll get the download? Uh, I want to say ten to fifteen. So okay. Yeah, I think about ten bucks is when I'll go. Yeah, sure. Anything lower than that, it's like, well, it's like five. Five bucks, I'll, you know, I'll get the case. I like yeah. cases. Like, I, I'm still iffy on digital-only ownership, unless it's on, like, PC. Because what happens if, like, your memory card corrupts on your 3DS? Okay, so right. they, well, they, they, well, they that's solved easily, because you have an account, which yeah. is tied but, to But here's the thing, though. What happens if, like, they move on to the next system, and they don't transfer Nintendo Network stuff onwards? Am well, I suddenly you just... would have to go back to your old... Uh, console to play it just like yeah no 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 know, no, no. I... I don't mean like that but like what happens if like they don't support the nintendo network anymore and i can't re-download that game like when they like oh, well yeah i could that would not happen like what's the chances of the xbox 720 not having xbox live yeah right i'm just stating like what happens if they just flat out ignore that stuff if like what happens when you can no longer download what you legally own that is my, my issue with just, digital distribution. That just seems like such a far way off. I know, I know but like you got to think about this in like future terms. Like it can eventually happen. It's like nothing's even hinting at that. Not even remotely hinting at a shift that way. That just seems like you're a crazy scared person. 
But okay, everyone has their own reasons. But yeah, I agree. Ten bucks is probably where I would I would make the swap. Yeah, I, I'd probably say ten to fifteen. But I like I like I said, still a little iffy about digital distribution for when you have physical media as well on anything but PC. PC, I understand it. It's I'm cool with it there. I'm whereas I'm fully on board, totally into it. Ha- having like having my games on with me the whole time are great. Hmm. Love it. But uh, yeah, that's the end of emails. So yep. I guess we're it. Yeah, that's the end of the show. And, All right. Uh, so for those of you who want to send us emails, send it to Top Down Perspective at. Did we switch over from Hotmail? No, we're at Hotmail. Okay, we're still at hot. Yeah, Top Down, top down Perspective at Hotmail dot com. All one word. Uh, we What's also have email our f- address. We also have our Facebook group. Yep. Uh, top down perspective at Facebook. Uh, search it or just facebook.com slash top down perspective. Send us your questions and, you know, whatever, really. We'll probably end up reading it on the air. Yeah. So don't give us, like, your address. Because yeah. we'll definitely read it on the air. And then we'll stalk you or the internet will stalk you. Yeah, so there you go. Unless you actually uh, want to be stalked, then yes, send us your address and phone yeah. number. Yeah, so w- w- that's our new service. We'll help you get stalked. Yeah, exactly. If we'll, you need that, we'll, we'll be the middleman for that. We will find people to stalk you. Talk down, um, top-down perspective, anti-detective agency. Yeah, and uh, Cards Against Humanity on the way. Yes! It is currently being shipped. So stay tuned for some hilarious card games. We will probably have another soon. live stream, because for those of you who didn't know, I don't think we didn't say it on in a podcast we actually did a live stream like last week of. We said it last week. We talked we? about it a bunch. Oh yeah, okay. Well, yeah, like yeah. We, we might be doing and these I, more often. So. I can't remember if I posted a link. I think I posted a link in the. You, you posted a link on Twitter. Uh, I'm still eventually going to upload it to my that. channel. I just haven't had a chance to work on right. anything. I'll have to see if I put a link to it in the Facebook group or not. Either either that or you can find us at ustream.tv/tdp-live. I think is what it is. Yeah. But I'm sure if you just search Ustream, Top Down Perspective, or TDP Live uh, in Google, it'll come up. But I th- I'll make sure I put a link or not. But yeah. Anyway, we'll be back next week. All right, take it easy, guys. See you then.